This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. All week we've been celebrating International Women's Day, but Women's Week as well, I think. I think there's an official week, but the International Day is on Thursday. And I'm delighted to welcome to studio Andrea Horn, who is co-founder of Tropical Popical, just around the corner from us. Just at Stan's show, not even. It, do you find you never have to tell people what Tropical Popical is? I feel like everyone knows what it is. Um, Yeah, some, like... When I meet new people and I'm like, oh, I have a nail bar, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, and kind of lose interest. And then what's called, and you tell them, and they're like, oh, they've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, I find that a little bit. Did that happen overnight? Like, did people just love what you were doing? Because you were in the first kind of big nail bars in Dublin, but also I just think because the theme and everything I think about it's it. It's just people like saying the name. Like, okay. <laughs> if you like, as it's such a little joy to say it with your mouth, it's literally, it's, you're like a party in your mouth or whatever. But like, the onomatopoeia is lovely in it and it's just a fun thing to say. And then I suppose we're so based on having the crack. Like, literally, we our whole raison d'etre is to have the crack and have nice nails. So I think that is kind of what filters through to people. Because mm-hmm. there was like fab nail bars, like in Dublin before us, and there still is. But they were just they were doing their own stuff, and we we do our own stuff. And like we both hit different markets, but still doing fab things. Do you know that way? Where did the idea come from? Um, me and my sister were traveling, and we were getting bored of each other. Like we were literally talking to each other all day, and at the night time we had nothing to talk about. So instead of going for dinners, we'd get our nails done. So and it's very affordable in America where we were. Maybe not ethical, but at the time I didn't know how unethical it was um, but we were getting our nails done cheaply all the time and there was mo- it was more a sense of occasion of getting your nails done as they're less drinkers they were like we're going to get a Manny's uh, with our sisters or with our moms or with our friends and it was a real social occasion and I was like there's no social occasion that becomes a habit in Ireland and mm-hmm. that's what we wanted to create as opposed to a luxurious treat that you get done for your devs or a wedding or whatever we wanted it to be somewhere that you came in every two weeks got your nails done and had the crack so, yeah. and that it was affordable and it was accessible and that everyone could come in and feel good about themselves and there was no kind of exclusivity or VIP-ness or whatever. It was just fab. And like there's parties. People have their hen parties in Tropical Park. Oh my God, we have like about three every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so things can like Clement and Pico across the road are sometimes like, oh, I saw the girls fall because they bring their own booze. So they're, they, have a, they have a good time. They have a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so business is going well and I know that there are other things that you're involved in, namely Unreal Issues. Yeah, my, um, my little baby. Tell me about the idea behind that and how that got started. Um, the hundred issue started mainly because around the election time, I was asking uh, all the girls in Trop how they were voting and stuff, and they didn't really care. They're like, however my mom is or whoever my dad is, or I'm not, I don't know if I'll vote or whatever. And I was like, this is wild. And uh, obviously, I was passionate about uh, repeal and repealing the eighth for women's bodily autonomy and uh, the decisions that women need to make. And I kind of felt like there's this whole army of women who, if you mobilize them and got them interested in these things that affect their lives, that they they would then go and vote about it. So I kind of was trying to figure out how can I make it appealing and accessible? And a lot of the time, politics and feminism can be a bit academic and hard to access. So it was like how everyone has the right to be involved in politics and everyone has the right to be involved in feminism and everyone has the right to be involved in decisions about them so how can I make this so that people want to read about it or 
share a meme or, or a meme, however you pronounce that. Um, <laughs> so it was more about making it accessible. So I kind of say that we throw glitter on serious issues without minimising them. Um, and that's kind of where it started. Yeah, because everyone has a voice as well. And, and I think everyone deserves a voice. Mm-hmm. And even if they have it and they don't use it, but nobody has more of a right to have a voice if they're richer or if they're more powerful or if they're more have more information. Obviously, if you the more information you have, the, obviously the better. But that doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't deserve to have any input into that Mm -hmm. and I know there's a lot of chat we were just chatting before we came on air about Snapchat and how popular Snapchat is and I I see sometimes on different online forums and the chatter around you know influencers using their voice what are your thoughts on that um I think it is important to talk about what concerns your followers and if it's something that is just not something that you would talk about I don't think there should be pressure on you should be talking about this yeah. you know, that's their platform whatever but if people aren't talking about it because they're afraid that they might have controversy or lose followers but it is something that they believe in that's when I think use your voice um, and I think the and that's what we've tried to do with Unreal Issues it's to try and take away the stigma of the conversation and to make it a bit more pop culture and like we've had celebrities wearing the t-shirts and jumpers or badges or making little videos for us to show that it's not as scary to talk about this like reproductive rights shouldn't be something that we're afraid to talk about and the fact of the matter is because we've come from such a catholic upbringing where you get i can't say that word what can i say we get absolutely no sex education in school that sex and um women's reproductive rights become this like oh jesus you can't talk about that and it becomes scary to talk about that and why is it scary to talk about a woman having reproductive rights and bodily autonomy, that's absolutely crazy that we are afraid to talk about it. So we just wanted to make it that it was something that you'd want to talk about and Mm -hmm. that, in fact, it was like a a badge of honour that you were wearing the badge to talk about it or that you were bringing up the conversations. It wasn't that it was like, oh my God, did you see that she's talking about that? So it was just to make it a bit more friendly and approachable yeah and I think you know that has been the feedback from people is that it is approachable it is friendly I think women and men but women more so than ever now are more comfortable about raising their voice and talking about the things that matter to them and as you said maybe it doesn't matter to you you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to yeah I think and I think there was a lot of stuff that was like you have to talk about this but like if I um if I would never talk about that I think I think there's ways to do it like maybe wear the t-shirt or maybe wear one of the repeal jumpers or maybe do whatever you can that is your way of doing it and I think asking everyone to engage in something the same way you do is unfair because people don't all engage the same way and that was one of the things about setting up Unreal is because whilst I was a strident feminist I didn't feel that the conversations that were being had were appealing to me I didn't want to get involved in them whereas I was like so I wanted to set up something that was uh, would appeal to me in my tone of voice and the way I engage with things so that's kind of you kind of have to let people do it their way and Mm -hmm. not pressure people because the if you're pressuring people, that's taking away someone's choice as well, do you know, which yeah. we shouldn't be doing. That, yeah, and it's so true. And thank you for like making that point because I think that's something we can forget sometimes if we get so caught up in what we want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. and what we think everyone else should be saying. Um, keeping in with the theme of International Women's Week, what is feminism to you? Feminism, I don't, th- I don't get caught up in the the bigger kind of academic things. To me, it's just the fact that women and men are equal. It's not that anyone's better than anyone else and it fundamentally that we should have the same rights and that um, 
we should be paid the same that we should be equal mm -hmm. um, and I think at the same time I think a lot of the time feminism gets a thing that it's trying to strip the femininity out of people yes. whereas I think um, in terms of masculinity and femininity I think that's genderless and that femini feminine traits can be adopted by men and um, which is why men can be feminist and not that they're feminine but that they can have a caring softer side that it doesn't have to be this strong hard masculine side all the time and then I think as femininity and masculinity kind of merge through genders a little bit more it's becoming easier to have that uh balance and equality because a lot of the time we it's all pushed on women that feminism is all about women but it's actually impacts men as well because they're they have had these gender kind of things pushed on them that they have to be the hard man they have to be the strong person to lead the family or whatever and at the end of the day that's unfair on men mm. so it should be I think an equal split of traits and that we don't have to restrict one trait to one gender who inspires you God, so many. God. God. <laughs> well, I was talking earlier about setting up my own religion. Uh, it's called Dynasty. Um, who inspires me? Like, everyone I meet every day, I don't have this, like, well, it's this feminist or Oprah, although Oprah is pretty fab. Um, but it's, like, the people who are fighting the fight every day and being themselves and celebrating their lives for like it's not the superstars do you know that way it's the people I encounter every day who are living their best lives to mm -hmm. be honest yeah do you think and again just kind of going back to influencers and the kind of things we see online sometimes that for younger people it might be very easy to look at someone that you follow you know on your smartphone and think well I want to be just like them because they have all these wonderful things and all these freebies that, you know, that if that's something that you're chasing, it's not reality, really. It's not reality. And if you're putting all your importance on things, then what's the point? Things do not make you happy. And like, whilst it's nice to have a little Louis bag, uh, whatever, that is not going to make you happy and it's not going to bring you contentment and joy. Um, and I think for me, I, I just think it's, I'm kind of, in this anti-capitalism kind like I, I did this TEDx talk about escaping the economy more and it's how like we're so driven that success is getting stuff and getting more money and getting more and more and more and it's like where do you draw the line because the what we should be focusing on is community and and having a good time and enjoying our life and doing stuff that makes our heart sing as opposed to just doing what you think everyone else is doing and kind of craving a lifestyle that is not a real lifestyle mm -hmm. That's it's interesting though because you know you're a successful businesswoman, you know. Um, so you're driving your business obviously to do the best that it can, but at the same time not getting caught up in all the things and all the money. Yeah, well, it's not that we don't get caught up in the money. Obviously, like we need to pay the staff, but like for me to define the success of our company is not that we come out with loads of profits at the end. It's that our staff are well paid. I get to go on holidays as many times as I want, and um, that we're paying the rent and that we can innovate we can do fun things that every day we have a good time that we have fab conversations with customers and that we like the whole basis of humanity not to go I know we're only a nail bar get a grip but like that the fact of humanity is um, interacting with people and creating an energy of positivity and if that if we do that every day that to me is success and mm -hmm. then if we have enough money to make sure that we're all paid and that we can pay the rent well then that's 
our job done. Yeah. And like people always ask us, are you going to open more chop pops? God, you must, you, you're always full. Why don't you open more? And to me, that is not something that drives me. I'm like, chop pop is there and it is what it is. It has all the girls in there and we have all our customers and all that jazz. But if I open more chop pops, then I lose what I get to do in chop pop. I'm going to be in an office doing admin or I have people whatever but I lose the fundamental part of why I set it up which was to have the connections and to have the joy and have the experience and is more shops going to bring me more joy no it's just going to bring more work and will I will that come back in money maybe but is that what drives me no Andrea really good to speak to you today I'm really glad that you came in I hope you come in again oh thank you happy international women's week good to speak to you today (laughs) thanks Emil This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.